0: Good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. a little out of sorts today, I'm not going to lie. I just got a crazy bill in the mail for my dental work. Apparently, the bike guard the dentist recommended to me is not covered by my insurance. They want me to pay a ridiculous amount of money for it. I'm not real used to having insurance and dealing with insurance agencies, so I'm hoping that I can just call them and get it sorted out over the phone, but we'll have to see. Uh, there is a lot to talk about today. A couple of subjects we touched on yesterday in Red Pill News Live. Also, some new subjects that have just broken this morning. Uh, The jury in D.C. has reached at least a partial verdict in the trial of the January 6th Proud Boy defendants. Uh, These men have been found guilty of seditious conspiracy facing 20 years in prison. What kind of shit is this? Do me a favor. Sit back. Relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. All right, guys, welcome back to the program. So I got the verdict for the Proud Boys trial just minutes before I came on the air. It's been a hell of a day already. Um, I had some issues this morning that forced me to get the show created a little bit later than I wanted Um, Abe is not here because, uh, we're going to be abridging the show a little bit today. It's a little bit easier if I am only managing my own comments, um, And uh, apparently Abe's phone is off, so he didn't get my message uh, when I sent it to him this morning. So uh, hopefully, Abe, you're listening. Hopefully everything's okay, buddy. Uh, I will do what I can to get in touch with you after the show. I've got a meeting. Then I've got uh, another couple of things scheduled this afternoon. Obviously, at 4 p.m., I'm going to be on taking it back with 412, and quite quite frankly, I'm sure we're going to be talking about a lot of the things we're talking about today in depth later on uh, this afternoon. So I want to thank everybody for being here, first of all. Thank you for your support over the years. Um, So I told you guys the story recently about uh, my teeth grinding. Um, I have always been a teeth grinder. Sometimes I wake up, my jaw is just like clenched shut. There's an issue with my my jaw muscles, um, my uh, my dad had something with his jaw, I remember when I was a kid, I don't remember what it was called, um, but <clears throat> there was a thing, it, it runs in the family. Anyways, I, uh, I, I have a lot of stress in my life, I think as a lot of people do, and uh, I tend to think that that has something to do with it, but I have ground my teeth down to the point where I basically have the teeth of like a 70-year-old man in the back, and my dentist was like, if you don't get a bite guard, you're not going to have any teeth left, and we're gonna have to cap all of them. Well, I really don't want to cap all of my teeth. I'd like to preserve what's still there. And so he said, We can get you a bike guard. It's covered by your insurance. And I was like, Okay, great, awesome. I figured he would know. He's the dentist. Anyways, so a couple of hundred dollars later for the copay. And then today I get this, uh, email, this, uh, letter in the mail from my insurance company. They want me to pay another $1,700 because they say it's not covered by the insurance. First of all, $1,700, uh, so uh, roughly $2,000 for a piece of plastic that goes into your mouth. This is absolutely insane to me. You know, people wonder why the cost of everything is outrageous. It's because there is this system of grift from the ground up. Everybody is just pinching a little bit off the top, and so they have to start charging people more for things that really make absolutely no sense at all. So, I'm hoping to get that sorted out with the dentist uh, and the insurance company today. Um, but I don't know what my chances are. I'm a little upset about it because there's nothing I can do. I can't give them the plastic back now. Uh, and and, uh, and what is the what does the insurance company want? Would they prefer that I just got all fake teeth? I suppose maybe they would. If I got all fake teeth, I wouldn't have to worry about taking care of my teeth anymore. But then I would have to worry about my teeth falling out of my mouth like Joe Biden as I'm talking on the air to my audience here on Red Pill 78. So listen, guys, thank you very much for being here. Uh Wow, Flyers just spent $7,000 on a bridge. That doesn't make any sense to me. You guys know, as well as I do, that it does not cost that much. It doesn't cost anywhere near that much. But of course... The dentists are are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to become certified in the uh, dental doctistry or whatever it might be. I don't know what the term is. And then, of course, the insurance companies have got to make their cut. Uh, And then uh, the people who are molding the things, they've got to make their cut. It's I don't know. I'm just I'm more frustrated every single day at the way that the world is uh, is panning out, which leads us to our first story. Thank you very much, everybody, for hanging out with us. I really appreciate it. What I need for every person here to do is to keep our brothers from January 6th in your prayers. Um, we have been kind of waiting on this landmark case uh, to resolve itself. We've got Joseph Biggs, Joe Biggs, Big Joe Biggs, uh, the guy from um, InfoWars. I, I think he does his own thing now. Dominic Pizzola. He was a veteran. Enrique Terrio. Whatever you think of Enrique Terrio, the guy didn't do what they're saying he did. Ethan Nordine, he, He's, a, he's a, a, a nice young man. Same w- with Zachary Rule. Uh, and now we have other people. Uh, you know, my friend, uh, my friend Jake, Jake Lang. Um, uh, I have a number of friends who are currently awaiting trial for the same charges that the Proud Boys in this case were up for. Um, Ethan is guilty of seditious conspiracy. Joe Biggs is also guilty of seditious conspiracy. Uh, Zachary Rell is also guilty of seditious conspiracy and Enrique Terrio is also guilty of seditious conspiracy. I want to remind everybody here that the case the FBI made against the Proud Boys happens to do with an FBI informant who inserted a document into their chat that they didn't even read. They had nothing to do with, they didn't create it, they didn't go about planning it, and then that same informant brought... The Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys together and introduce them in the basement of. a a parking garage, okay? And then they arrested Enrique Terrio. The man wasn't even present in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. You know, this is the definition of a kangaroo court. Uh, This is the definition of a travesty of law. We've talked about this man. This was Samuel Ames. Samuel Ames is the FBI and CIA trained individual who inserted this document entitled 1776 Returns into the Proud Boys chat. So if Samuel is the one who wrote it, if Samuel is the one who posted it, then why isn't Samuel being charged with seditious conspiracy for the contents of that document? Well, he's an FBI informant who was trained by the CIA. So now we have to see what's going to go on with these guys. We have no justice in America as long as these types of things are allowed to stand. Then, I want to give you a little bit of hope little bit of uh, faith about this situation because th- it doesn't mean that this case is over it doesn't mean that this is what's going to happen, and these guys are never going to see the light of day again um, i undoubtedly they are going to continue to spend time in uh the hellish Hellscape of the American prison system. Um, but there is hope for the future. There is hope for future administrations. There is hope for their appeals coming up. Um, but I am, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared for the fates of any other patriot who finds themselves caught in a similar position as these gentlemen are just for simply being in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. It's a disgusting, disgusting perversion. Of our justice system. And it makes me even angrier when we compare it to the treatment of others in our current justice system. And specifically, I am talking about the story I alluded to yesterday. We spoke very briefly about an apparent FBI informant who was giving information to the FBI about the Vice President of the United States, Joseph. Robinette Biden, and every time I say that, people are like, what the hell? What kind of a name is Robinette? I wonder myself many, many times. So what kind of a name is Robinette? Uh, well, I think it probably has uh, something to do with his family or whatever. But here's the thrust of it. While Joseph R. Biden was vice president of the United States, a uh, an informant was giving information to the FBI about an illegal scheme that was taking place, foreign nationals paying Joe Biden for, I don't know, whatever it was that they wanted him to do. And uh, who could it possibly be? Which foreign nationals might it have been? Well, it could have been any of them. Just take your pick. China, Ukraine, uh, I don't know, any other country on the face of the planet. Joe Biden had his hands in every single pie that you could possibly imagine. It's even more disgusting when you recognize that at the same time, this FBI informant was giving information about real criminal activity that Joseph Robin Biden was engaged in at that moment. At the same time he was giving information about that, the FBI was also looking into the fake Russia collusion conspiracy, something that still has not resolved. John Durham has not given his report on what happened with that entire thing. I still have great hope. For the report and the information, and hopefully charges that John Durham will be bringing as a result of that. We have a number of different ongoing court battles and cases that are going on right now. And I know that it's very easy to kind of black pill on the United States justice system, but it's not a monolithic entity. Is it corrupt at its core? Undoubtedly. But does that mean that every single person who makes up an aspect of the United States criminal justice system. Does it mean that they themselves are corrupt? No, it doesn't. We still have to go through the motions. We have to see this process all the way through. And probably the most exciting aspect of it for me right now is this particular investigation right here. Yes, Hunter Biden may get some charges. But I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to lie to myself and uh, pretend like Hunter Biden is going to get the book thrown at him because I just don't believe that. Don't believe that to be the case. But right here, this is an investigation in Congress. All right. And the 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 logical conclusion of this investigation uh, would be impeachment and removal. Um and then of course we have a whole different set of problems that we have to deal with when it comes to Kamala Harris but we are on the verge of another presidential election. Um and simply because things have been difficult simply because we seem to uh be hitting roadblocks it, it doesn't mean that we should a give up or be, you know, give in. I refuse to do either of those things. I will continue to fight until my last dying breath to try to see this republic saved at the end of the day. And the only way I know how to do that is to work within the boundaries of this system that we unfortunately find ourselves in. And right now, the investigations taking place in Congress into the criminal activities of Joseph Biden, Hunter Biden, and the Biden crime family is what I believe to be the greatest possible conclusion, uh, the the, the greatest summation of those criminal actions and the actions that could take place as a result of it. So if we take a look here, Chuck Grassley, he's the one who brought this information forward. And of course, House Oversight Committee Chairman, Representative James Comer. Uh, They sent letters to the FBI. So two different uh, Congressman, both looking into the same thing. They're asking for the FBI to produce these unclassified documents. Why is it important that they're unclassified? Uh, Serendipitous soul says slightly enough to cover a fraction of your right by Cuspid. (laughs) Yeah, definitely appreciate it. Thank you so much serter 1959, true esprit de corps, brother. Semper Fidelis. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hello. Good afternoon, everyone. And uh, Renee Ratgirl says, I caught a live show. Thank you for all you do. I mostly listen on my way to work on the replays. Well, Robin, I'm glad you're here. Glad to have you here. Uh, always a good time when we see people in the chat. Um, Kathy says, Zach, I had bruxism issue. I sleep propped up on pillows with my head tipped back slightly. No more bruxism. When I sleep on my side, I tend to clench my jaw. I have TMJ. TMJ, that's what my dad had." Um, so here's the thing. I have tried to do what you're talking about, but like but what inevitably happens is that I end up like sliding down the pillows and I wake up in the morning and my head is pushed all the way towards my chest. And like I have the worst pain in the back of my neck and it just doesn't work. So I don't know. I'm I'm, maybe I'm going to start suspending myself from gravity boots or something. I'll do anything to stop grinding my teeth at this point. Um, All right. So but these reports, these reports are not some secret hidden report uh, that can't be released because of issues of national security. These are unclassified records that were given by an informant about an alleged criminal scheme that Joseph Biden was directly involved with and a foreign national was funding. So it should be no problem to get this information in, in need. I remind you that Congress has subpoena power. They can compel the issue to be revealed now would well, they already know about all of the criminal activity that Joe and his family have been involved in? Uh, it's just a matter of actually proving it because right now it's just a bunch of, uh, I guess, claims, a bunch of uh, people uh, discussing it openly. And uh, it's an open secret, I guess you could say. So so this document that we're looking at, um, it's an FBI-generated file called an FD-1023 form. And it will show this arrangement between Joseph Biden and this foreign national exchanging money for policy decisions. So Joe Biden, let's say, well, could easily be Ukraine. Um, Joe Biden gets paid off because he got the prosecutor fired and then agrees to hand over the $1 billion. I mean, that could very easily be considered a bribery scheme for policymaking decisions. The policy of the United States is we're going to give a billion dollars in loan guarantees to Ukraine. But the only way you're going to get it is if you fire the prosecutor that's looking into my son. He said this on television. That's just one example of it. Chuck Grassley says that uh, they are now issuing Comer and Grassley have issued the subpoena as of yesterday uh, to produce these legally protected disclosures. They know they exist. They've now requested them demanded them from the FBI. The FBI must produce them. Uh, We have this statement from Grassley saying, we believe the FBI possesses an unclassified internal document that includes very serious and detailed allegations implicating the current president of the United States. What we don't know is what, if anything, The FBI has done to verify these claims or investigate further. The FBI's recent history of botching politically charged investigations demands close congressional oversight. Well, you can say that again, Chuck. Uh, I tend to believe that the FBI has done absolutely nothing. They have covered once more for Joe Biden. They have covered for the Biden crime family over and over and over again. They cover for Hillary Clinton. They cover for anybody whose name isn't Donald damn Trump. At the end of the day, all they care about is maintaining the status quo, maintaining the corrupt bureaucratic system that we have in place here in the United States. Why? Because they're on the grift. They're all on the grift. They're all being paid. They are all part of the same ill-gotten criminal conspiracy. Now. Uh, We have uh, what is essentially a criminal scheme that's on record that the FBI hasn't done anything about, that they knew about at the same time that they were investigating a fake, bogus claim about Trump-Russia collusion between the former president of the United States. He is still being persecuted, and this this document – It could lead to a lot of information, not only the claims themselves, but the whistleblower himself. Perhaps he will come forward and testify. Could be a woman. I don't know. Uh, Let's go ahead and take a listen to this clip from John Solomon from Real America's Voice.
1: Everybody has been so excited about this new ice hack. My aunt gave it a try. Seven.
2: (laughs) I want to just get one last thing and just touch on this Hunter Biden thing so people understand when you take through the little details of this kind of uh, carefully worded letter from Senator Grassley and Congressman James Comer, it's a 1023 form. A 1023 form means that a confidential human source, an informant, someone that was registered and working with the FBI, provided information suggesting that Joe Biden himself, if the letter's accurate and the allegations accurate, was somehow involved in a pay to play bribery scheme. James Comer uses the word bribery In his quote today, Uh, that is pretty amazing. Whether it's true or not, whether we find out whether it's provable or not, the idea that the FBI had an informant that was making allegations against a sitting vice president or a man soon to be president is so remarkable. That's why today's revelation is so there. Again, the Biden family deserves the presumption of innocence, unlike uh, the lesson or the bad lesson that Nancy Pelosi gave us. But a lot there. Okay,
0: so. Oh, that's from my friend. The storm is upon us. The storm redo. Uh, Good look. Good look with that uh, watermark there, buddy. Okay. so what is the implications of this? Obviously, a sitting vice president and now a president engaged in a bribery scheme for political favors, for policymaking decisions. That is damaging. That is damning. That's enough to wreck a presidency. It's It's enough to wreck anybody's hopes at any future political ambitions. Joe Biden is freaking older than dust. Okay. Now, it may not result in criminal charges for Joe Biden, um, but at the very least, this could open the eyes of many Americans who up until this point have declined to believe that the people on their side would be doing anything illegal or that they would engage in selling out their nation for their own financial benefit. We clearly have that happening here. We have very strong language coming from the investigators in Congress talking about bribery, talking about the exchange of money for foreign nationals to offer up policy decisions from current administrations and past administrations. The the importance of this cannot be understated. We we have to wait. We have to see how it pans out. Um, But I tend to think that this could be what totally brings down President Joseph Robinette Biden. So, Let's go ahead and move on from that. President Trump, also in the courts again, this time having his uh, defamation lawsuit against the United or excuse me, was it a defamation lawsuit? Um, Well, uh, it was a lawsuit anyways against The New York Times for their investigation into him. uh, They're collecting illegally of his tax returns. Now, President Trump is going to be forced to pay the New York Times and uh, pay all of their legal fees. You know, it's one thing to report on a story. It's another thing to illegally gather somebody's tax returns and then release them to the public. Uh, Obviously, the New York Times is of the same cut from the same cloth as uh, as Joseph Biden and all of the other people uh, that are currently sitting in our government uh, in this illegal regime. Um, But every single day that we learn more about the crimes of these people, the Uh, the actions that they're willing to take to uh, better themselves and destroy the country. Well, uh, it just goes to waking up more people. Never forget, we woke up years ago, okay? We've been clued in to all of this stuff for a very, very long time. And uh, in the short time since Joe Biden has taken office, uh, we have had financial collapse. We have had banking collapses. We're actually sitting on the verge of World War III right now. These are some powerful statements Uh, that are not hyperbole. This is true. This is factual. This is where the country is at. And we can look to Joe Biden as the single point of emanation for all of these horrific things taking place. We have another regional bank that is teetering on the brink of collapse, this time Western Alliance. They are exploring the options of selling themselves. Uh, Their stock is plummeting. Trading has halted. Uh, And overnight, I was – yesterday, I discussed how a number of other banks were also beginning to uh, collapse. And uh, overnight, uh, their value continued to drop even more. Pacific West down 56 percent. Western Alliance, the one I was just mentioning, down 30 percent. Metropolitan Bank down 20 percent. Isn't it interesting that Midwestern Alliance is not down as much – as PacWest. PacWest down almost twice what they are and Western Alliance is the one looking to actually sell. This goes to show you the tenuous Situation we find ourselves in with all of these these uh, these regional banks. Um, I think we're probably going to be looking at several more closures in the next week or so. Uh, that is again not hyperbole. We are uh, witnessing essentially the meltdown of the U.S. financial system, and it's all because of Joe Biden and the criminal actions of the people in his regime. Uh, And as that takes place, let me go through this. I have another one right here. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay. So so while American banks are collapsing, uh, there is a new nominee to run the World Bank. Uh, This is the new president of the World Bank. His name is uh, A.J. Banga, Apparently, he was a member of the Trilateral Commission, probably still a member of the Trilateral Commission. And you would think banking has something to do with finances, right? It has something to do uh, with funding. But uh Jean-Pierre wants everybody to know that A.J. Banga is going to be addressing climate change and pandemics. What the hell does that have to do with banking? Uh, I I don't see it personally. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, But again, we are living in a mirror world. This is not a world that has any sensible decision-making adults in charge of anything. Uh, So AJ Banga coming in uh, and he's going to be talking and working on the issues of pandemics and and, – and climate change climate change and pandemics are, uh, are are not something that I think most people are really caring about uh, we 've recognized at this point that pandemics are a method of control. Climate change is code for give us your money uh, and uh, and eat bugs. Uh, But this is the thing that the global elites are focused on. The one good thing I can see about this, as long as they are focused on these things uh, solely, then they're going to lose sight of all the other things that uh, are are taking place. You know, take a look at what's happening in France right now. My God, the French do not F around. They do not play. Uh, They're out in the streets and they continue to riot and they continue to set things on fire. It's way different than what we had here in the summer of love. These people are upset because they are having everything stripped away from them. You guys, we've got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back after this. All right. So before we get into the next set of stories, let's go over here to the foxhole. Filter Dog One says, wasn't Enrique an FBI informant? Yes, he was an FBI informant. Um, But he wasn't an FBI informant for the Proud Boys like he wasn't informing on the Proud Boys. I think Enrique got caught up in some criminal activity uh, and his choice was either help set somebody else up for the same criminal activity or go to prison for 10 years. He chose to set somebody else up. Let's be honest. In the world of of crime and criminals, this is extremely and exceedingly common. Every single day it happens all the time. This is what the feds and law enforcement does to get people to give information on others. Uh, It is a slimy business. Let me tell you that. Um, But it's also possible for people to be informants for the FBI and to do really good things. As an example. The individual who reported to the FBI that Joe Biden was taking a pay for play scheme, money from a foreign national uh, in exchange for policy decisions here in the United States. That person is considered to be an FBI informant as well, and they always will be considered an FBI informant. Um, It's just that uh, the things that he's informing on are a lot more closely aligned with our values. Now, if Enrique could go back and uh, not break the law, I'm certain he would. Um, but his status as an FBI informant, I think, doesn't have, uh, much bearing on his current situation. Uh, Janice 17, thank you for the can. Trashman Green, thank you for the cookie. Just Duckies says, here's a cookie to help with your dentist. Thank you. Mighty Patriot dropped a cookie. Uh, Asquatch dropped a can. And Luann V says, we all know the bad players and their crimes. Do you think anything will be done? Yes. I do believe that we will have justice in the end. But I don't have a timeline on that. And I certainly don't believe that we're going to see true justice, true reformative justice during this current iteration of the United States government. Unfortunately, our government is so corrupt. Our government is so saddled with uh, bureaucratic uh, criminals that uh, they're not going to do anything to take themselves down. We're going to have to fight until the bitter end on this. And it may take a couple of years at best for this to pan out the way that we want. Um, (laughs) Who cares? I knew somebody would know. Robinette was Biden's paternal grandma's maiden name. Uh, High five, Zach, and real red pill girlfriend. Nikaz808 says, Zach, and my morning coffee. Good stuff. Thanks for bringing the real news. Thank you very much, my friend. And thank you to our friend Vector117 for this incredible MK Ultra style coffee mug. Uh, Scout65 says, you can get the over-the-counter guard that heat sets to your teeth at any pharmacy for $30. Unfortunately, I bite through those in a couple of days. So uh, the reason that I stopped getting them is because I just kept destroying them so quickly. Um, I don't know what I'm doing in my sleep, and I know that it sounds crazy, but – Uh, It's true. Uh, For some reason, I just cannot keep those. They're they're not made of material that's strong enough. Uh, Redeemed Patriot says, today is National Prayer Day. Thank you very much for reminding us. Uh, If there was ever something that I think we should be focusing on today, certainly it's the fact that it's National Prayer Day. Um, And I I, I think that it's extremely important considering the types of things that we see going on around us all the time. Uh, It is so easy. It's so simple to just uh, allow yourself to fall into depression and malaise uh, and to believe that God has abandoned us. But I don't believe that. I truly don't believe that. Every single morning I wake up, I pray. Every single night I go to bed, I pray. Those are the first and the last things that I do every single day. And I pray throughout the day because I find myself facing adversity. I see the world. I see patriots. I I see our movement facing adversity. Uh, It is impossible to ignore it. And it's impossible to escape it. Uh, For me personally, as I've said before, you know, I have faced so many difficult days in my life. I can't count them. I can't tell you how many times uh, I found myself wishing that I would just be dead. I wish that God would take this pain from me. I wish that uh, I wouldn't have to go through it anymore. But as they say, hard times make hard men. And every single day that we find ourselves being forced to overcome whatever God is putting in our path, I think that we find ourselves stronger every single time we do. So keep that in mind. Oppenheimer says, hi, Zach, what's up? Uh, says, Zach, check your stress, brother. Oh, no, I I, believe me. I know (laughs) I'm, I'm fully aware. Um, I haven't been able to get to the beach for a couple of weeks. I'm hoping that this weekend I will, uh, redeemed Patriot. Thank you again. Doug Simey dropped cookie. And then Polly 9363 says, make a decision to relax your jaw. Do it over and over. Yes, you're absolutely right. There is a whole bunch of different tips and tricks that I've learned over the years and, I forgot to mention this earlier, but a concerned viewer mentioned to me that uh, one of the causes of grinding teeth at night is a deficiency in vitamin D. Now, you might look at my skin and you say, Zach, how can you be deficient in vitamin D? Well, everybody uh, has uh, has issues with it, I guess, nowadays. Not everybody, but a lot of people. And I grew up in a vitamin D deficient environment as a, as a kid. So maybe that has something to do with it. But I've been taking vitamin D supplement every single day. It's actually liquid vitamin D. You drop it in a dropper on your tongue. Uh, I don't remember how much is in each drop, but I take eight drops a day. It's like a milligram per kilogram dosage or something like that. Um, So I've been doing that. And, you know, I don't know if it's working or not. My teeth are already broken and and shattered. So uh, the best I can hope to do is, uh, Zach, God is drawing the line in the sand now, brother. This is the outpouring of knowledge that comes before sorrows. You're absolutely right. A hundred percent, hundred percent and uh, And we just have to remember we have to remember that every single day we cannot allow ourselves to forget that uh, there 's no way that we can confront these horrors in the world unless we recognize that they exist and For people like us we 've been here for a long time we 've been knowing, but there are millions of other people out there who just have not come to the same conclusion yet. And uh, this information that is being shown to us, uh, the corruption of our our government and our leaders, this is the only thing that's going to open people's minds, I believe. Same with this radical trans agenda that's taking place. A lot of people are going to be upset about this story. In in Oregon, uh, they've been working on passing a bill that would hide children from parental knowledge on things like abortions, Uh, gender-affirming care, uh, and surgery, okay? And it's just past the state house. Um, So if you're a parent in Oregon and you have a child in elementary school who goes to their counselor or their principal or their teacher and they say, I think I feel like a girl even though I was born a boy or people are calling me a a bundle of sticks, people are saying that I would be better as a girl or I should be a girl, uh, then that teacher can then take that child and help them get medical care, gender-affirming care, that will then start changing their sex at a very young age. And the parents, they don't have to be informed about it. The parents can have that information completely withheld from them. Absolutely no consent. As a parent in Oregon, you now, as a result of HB2002, are no longer allowed to get information about if your children are receiving abortions, if your children plan to undergo gender reassignment surgery, uh, if your uh, children have a special relationship with their teacher. Apparently, you don't have the right to know about it anymore. You know, it's particularly insidious about the abortion aspect of this uh, is that, uh, you know, this means that a pedophile— can engage in a sexually abusive relationship with a child, impregnate them, uh, and then hide the fact that they're pregnant, force them to get an abortion— Uh, And they can uh, they they can do the the type of manipulation that you see with uh, any type of pedophilic relationship. The Oregon State House just made it legal and easier for someone to abuse a child. Uh, I think that the gender affirming care that they are giving children is also a form of child abuse now. Republicans were trying to stop this bill. However, it passed 36 to 23. Every single Democrat voted in favor of it. And one Republican also voted in favor of it. Representative Charlie Conrad. Is there anybody here from Oregon? Uh, You might want to speak with Representative Charlie Conrad. Every single Republican in the Oregon State House voted against it. And there was one who was absent that day. Now, those two votes would not have made a difference. um, But certainly, I think that it tells you uh, how important this issue is to them. I, I personally, I think it's a highest level of importance you can possibly imagine. Protecting the children, stopping children from being abused. I, I don't see how you could get much more important than that. So for whoever didn't show up to work and then Representative Charlie Conrad, uh, you've you, you've essentially like shat all over your oath of office. You are refusing to do the job that the people hired you for. Um, now, two days after the vote, uh, we have a list of people who who voted for the bill uh, and has – but it's not been added to the bill tracker page on the Oregon legislature's website. It only lists the nay votes. It doesn't list the people who voted in favor of it. Is that because they know – they know that parents of Oregon, even if they're a Democrat, even if they're a stinky, slimy, slithering Democrat, that they're not going to like the idea that the parental rights have been taken away from them? You know, this is one step closer to total control of your children by the state. Uh, I think that uh, it speaks volumes that they don't want parents to know who was in favor of this bill. Um, If you're in Oregon, you can, of course, contact the House Democrats. They have public phone numbers. They have public emails. uh, And, of course, you can find their website, uh, you know, very easily. Uh, The full text of the 46-page bill has also been released. Now, the good news— It's difficult to find some in news like this, but uh, this still has to pass through the House Senate, excuse me, through the state Senate. Um, The Senate Democrats can also be reached before that vote. And again, if you are a parent in Oregon or you are uh, uh, an adult in Oregon, I implore you, please do this very small and easy thing. Contact the state Senate, contact the state House as well and tell them, you know, how dare you? How dare you? dare you get between parents and their children? You know, what comes next? Are they going to lower the age of consent? Now that children can decide if they want to get their tallywhackers cut off, or they want to have their breasts preemptively removed, or they want to get put on puberty blockers, Uh, what's next? Are are they going to start letting six-year-olds vote? Uh, Are you going to be able to buy alcohol at the age of 10? Uh, If you decide that you are trans something else, like, uh, uh, I saw this crazy thing with uh, uh, earlier today, people who feel like they should be amputees. So they stop using their legs or they cut off a, uh, a, an arm or an appendage or something like that. Another woman poured bleach in her eyes so that she could be blind. I think they call it transabled. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But people are doing it. People want to live as dogs. People want to live as babies. Uh, You know, where is the cutoff? There is no cutoff, it seems, for the Democrats. Um, I I also saw this brilliant story the other day that my mom, her friend, Catherine, sent me, and I meant to bring it up, and it seems perfect within the context of today's show because we're talking about this issue right here. Um, Let me see. Let me pull up this story. Okay, so this, I want to say, is taking place – oh, gosh. Uh, Where – no, no, this is Chloe. Er, Here we go. Here we go. Okay, right here. This is a city councilman. Um, This came out the other day on the Gateway Pundit and uh, I had forgotten to talk about it. All right, so – Uh, This is an Indiana city councilman, county councilman, Um, and taking the rationale that I was just discussing, you know, I mean, where does it end? You know, if if I tell you I feel something and you have to validate it, where is the logical line that you're drawing? So uh, he is uh, essentially just blowing the minds of leftists. Because he's clearly a white man, all right? He's a local business owner. He, he's, he's, uh, he's conservative. He's a registered Republican. Well, he has come out as a lesbian woman of color. Uh, I've joked about this on the show before, being a trans black woman, because I identify as a trans black woman, I'm saying. Well, uh, this is in Delaware County, Indiana. His name is Ryan Webb, and he posted uh, an announcement to his Facebook page. Um <laughs> with a pistol in his waistband, with the caption saying, Ready for an awesome day. Hope everyone has a great day. First of all, right there, the gun is going to freak out the leftists. But then he posted the following message. After much consideration, I have decided to come out and finally feel comfortable announcing my true, authentic self. It is with great relief that I announce to everyone that I identify as a woman, And not just any woman, but as a woman of color as well. I guess this would make me gay, lesbian as well, since I am attracted to women. Uh, This is brilliant, brilliant trolling. I absolutely love what he's doing. Let's go ahead and take a look. Coming out
1: as a transgender and a woman of color. Delaware County Councilman Ryan Webb announced that he now identifies as an Indian American woman. Since that announcement, he's received some support, but a lot of backlash, many calling him childish, despicable, even calling for things like execution. In a statement Webb gave to ITMATE, he says, quote, it is unfortunate that I cannot simply be given the same space and respect to explore my identity that so many of those targeting me demand
0: for themselves. It- I just want to say, first of all, it's hilarious that the press has to take this seriously because it's obviously a troll. But what he's saying there, uh, the fact that the, he can't be given the space to explore his own identity in the same way that leftists demand that we give them. The opportunity to explore their own identity is a, a tremendous uh, statement about the uh, the way the world works nowadays. You know, Hank Ten Alien server, a Van Halen said it's weird that you have to subscribe to certain political parties to be considered a real tranny. And, of course, real Red Pill 78. He is a white man, so execution is appropriate. That's how they feel about us. OK, you you either recognize what my identity is, or it's okay to kill you. That's how they feel about this.
1: If possible I may change my mind down the road. The process of identity exploration is complex, and oftentimes at the end of our personal journey, we end right back where we started. Webb goes on to tell IT mate this is just his true authentic self. I love the it. councilman is com-
0: I absolutely love it. I think it's the, the just the most brilliant troll that I've ever seen. So continuing on with this line of, uh, of thought here, um, at the same time that we are experiencing this explosion in trans violence, you know, you guys are well aware we have this trans shooter at the New Covenant Christian School. And uh, the manifesto has still not been released. We are waiting on pending litigation. Now, the Nashville Police Department, they were slow walking the release of this manifesto because they said that it was going to be damaging to the trans community. Well, hell yes, it's going to be damaging because you have what is apparently a very mentally ill person who has been twisted by society uh, and uh, the political uh, ideology that they have had shoved down their throat their entire life. It caused them to walk into an elementary school and kill three children and three teachers. Now, the FBI was also blocking the release, probably because in the same way the FBI covers for the radical left politically, they're also covering for the radical left ideologically and in terms of the murders of these children and these people. So now what is happening? With this ongoing litigation that was just filed this week, the Nashville Metro Police Department, they have been told by counsel that they have to hold in obeyance the release of records related to the shooting of the Covenant School pending the orders of the court. So... Who's going to be the judge in this case? Will this update uh, result in an ongoing and protracted legal action? Uh, It was filed by a former Hamilton County Sheriff, Jim Hammond, and the Tennessee Firearms Association against the Nashville city government and the police because they want to see this thing actually released. Uh, I think that although we have now a slight delay in regards to the release of this, This lawsuit brought by probably what are some based individuals is going to result in the full and unadulterated release of this manifesto. And given the nature of the crime, uh, we need to see it Um, now uh, because there is a strong possibility that the FBI could seek to redact large portions of it because they wouldn't want it to destabilize society or whatever. But it needs to be released. It needs to be released in its entirety. Now, uh, this is also continuing to affect other swaths of American society. And in the latest revelations from James O'Keefe and his O'Keefe media group, we find that Merrick Garland uh, is apparently developing some issues with putting these men into women's prisons. Wow. Uh, That just seems like the logical extension of what you do when you take a man and put them into a lockup with a bunch of horny women. You get women getting pregnant. You have rapes. uh, You have just some really nasty things happening. Uh, Also... The government is being forced to pay out millions of dollars in legal settlements to these trans rapists who get put into these women's prisons. So yesterday, James O'Keefe released a video of what is apparently a DOJ official. She is telling this undercover journalist working for O'Keefe Media Group that Attorney General Merrick Garland is allowing trans men to rape women in prison. Can you believe it? Because somebody tells the government that they identify as the opposite sex, they end up getting put into prison where they can then victimize women who are already in a very precarious situation. Uh, She said this, DOJ official Linda Noel, she said, Merrick Garland is rolling over on trans men, impregnating women in prison. If they want to have all the transitional surgeries, they go through the ACLU. So maybe... They're getting put into these situations, and then they're making a big stink about it, and then the ACLU is suing the government and then forcing the government to pay for all of this stuff. The trans men then play victim and sue the U.S. government for millions of dollars, and people inside the prison are calling this the million-dollar baby. This is – it's such a known grift at this point that they realize that if you just say you're you're trans you get put into a women's prison you end up raping somebody and then you have to get the surgery Wow uh, and the DOJ basically is just allowing it to happen they don't want to have to go through the courts because they don't want it to be a public uh, issue they they don't want this being a story on the news so the government is just paying these people to keep them silent. Um, James O'Keefe also spoke with a prison source who told him about a convicted pedophile and a sex offender who is currently sexually assaulting women in the Washington Women's Prison after being transferred from a men's prison in New Hampshire. Brooke Sonia is this man's name. They were transferred to the Washington Correctional Center for from a, two, four women from a men's prison in New Hampshire after they filed a federal lawsuit claiming that housing him in a men's prison subjected him to abuse. Let's go ahead and see if we've got a picture of Brooke. Yeah, here's Brooke right here. So Brooke is a man dressing as a woman Claiming that they're being sexually abused in a men's prison. So they put him in a women's prison and then he does the sexual abusing while there. I mean, it seems like a great idea if you're a a rapist and a pedophile. Uh, They are going to make him a millionaire because trans men who rape female inmates and impregnate them then get to play the victim. And sue for millions of dollars. I would assume that the women who are being impregnated by the trans men, they can play a victim. And then the man who impregnates the woman can also play the victim. They can both say that they were assaulted by the other person. And it's such a a ridiculous, convoluted, and twisted situation. The government and the AG under Merrick Garland is just saying, you know what? We're just going to pay him off. We're just going to pay him off to go away. Mm. Uh, Chops ITMC, I fully agree with you. Identity politics is a Maoist usurpation model. Yeah, this is definitely something that the communists realized would be able to take down the United States of America. And they've been working on pushing it here into American society for decades. What we're seeing right now is the logical extension of the groundwork that was laid many, many, many years ago. Ah, so, uh, it terrible, terrible stuff, uh, and uh, of course, don't go to prison. That's the moral of the story. Please stay out of prison, don't do illegal things, uh, and uh, just continue to live a pious life out here on the outside. Um, Let me see. Okay, so Sertor says, so let me get this straight. If I say I feel like Batman after beating the crap out of pedos, they have to confirm that now, right? Yeah, <laughs> let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ziploc says third bathroom. Nah, third prison. I can get. I can get behind that. I think they they probably have enough uh, federal and and state facilities out there. They could probably make a trans dedicated wing. In one of these places, it just makes a lot of sense. They can rape each other for all I care. Uh, Scout 65, thank you again. Um, ooh, okay. Um, Video Demon Slayer says, I saved a cookie for my brother. Sorry, it's been a minute. Spreading the love, you know. Much love, sir. 07, good to see you out there, Demon Slayer. Spark says, well, you have a good tan, so there's that. <laughs> Yes, there is. Just duckies says these people are missing the opportunity to identify as something cool. Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, if you wanted to identify as something, like, why don't you choose something really badass? You know, I, I don't know. I, I guess I <laughs> I don't know how to put myself into these people's shoes. Um, you know, why can't you just identify as yourself? Uh, I feel like I've worked my entire life to be okay with who I am. And uh, for me to imagine trying to be something that I'm not, it's just so foreign. All right, you guys, um, do I ever think President Trump or Darla says, do you think President Trump will negotiate peace? Yes, I think that when President Trump returns, it will be because the people demand peace. I think that once President Trump comes back into office, uh, we're going to go back to a state of equilibrium like we had during his administration, and that can only be fully achieved with a full cleansing of the federal government and you can make of that what you will but we have a lot of criminals that are sitting in positions of exalted power and they have to be removed they have to be taken away uh let's see so esther good to see you what about the videos honey oh yes yeah do you know what you guys i had a whole bunch of funny memes uh funny meme videos that i wanted to play for you um hold on okay here's a clip this is a conversation between joe and hunter biden
2: Drugs you use, Judge? <laughs> I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I went one time for 13 days without sleeping. Not a joke. And smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively. Incredible. Throughout that entire time. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm proud of my son. So darn proud.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So. You guys, this is one, this is a classic, this is an oldie but a goodie. It makes me cry every time I watch it. It shows you the character of Donald Trump, the type of man that he is. This is the side of President Trump that the media does not want you to see. Trump is the best human being on planet Earth. He's the best politician we've ever had. I can't understand how people can't look at him and just see the love and the honor and the respect that exudes from him. You know, I mean, it tears me up. Because this man, who all he wanted to do was save the nation, all he wanted to do was bring people together, and all they could do is try to destroy him and tear down anything good that he had ever done. You know, you don't see Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton or anybody else showing the level of kindness, the level of respect that this man shows. Okay, so anyways, um, I love Donald Trump. I absolutely love Donald Trump, but I, I, I hope that anybody out there who looks at what Donald Trump has done, there's this fucking guy, Bob, on Truth Social. I'm so sick of you, Bob. Constantly in my mentions, constantly talking about how Donald Trump didn't do this, Donald Trump didn't do that. What have you done, Bob? What have you done, okay? Why don't you try to take a look at all of the amazing things, the wonderful things that this man did, the things he gave up to help us save our country, to inspire people, like, there is so much good that Donald Trump has done, so many things that he has shown people, just incredible stuff. No politician ever has ever done that. No leader has done that. And the people out there complaining, oh, he 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 gave us Operation Warp Speed. He did this. He did that. You know, try to come up with something original. Uh, Penny says, wow, Zach, having a disabled brother myself, this meant the world to me. Shame on Steven Crowder for mocking these people. <laughs> Thank you, Petty. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, people who are disabled, like, all they are is love. All they know is how to be a real, genuine person. You know, the world is full of scumbags. And someone like these guys right here, all they want is to just love and be loved and, like, that's it. And I respect that more than any of those other scumbags out there. Making up a good portion of the uh of the world. So uh thank you very much for that, Penny. I appreciate that. Um let, let's let's watch uh let me what, let me put on something that should make you laugh. <laughs> so this is a video that if it came out today, the creator would be canceled for it uh now. But this was like some 10 years ago or something like that. <laughs> This is a clip from Bruno. <laughs> oh. oh my God, is it not going to work? This is a funny one. <laughs> oh, it's not going to work. What did they do? Oh, it's because I'm not signed in? God. Dang it! Hold on, you guys. Uh, I've got to. I've got to sign in. I've got to sign into uh, my sock Instagram account. Let me see. I don't know that I have. Oh, that one's not going to work. Oh, hang on. Let me see if I can get this one to work. That's a bummer. I had so many good things. <laughs> Okay. Um Okay. All right. I got it to work. I got it to work. Okay, here we go. Yeah,
3: sure. All
2: right. This is uh... <laughs>
3: Baby from? It's baby from Australia. I was in the Middle East, like solving the crisis there, no big deal whatsoever. And I flew back here to America, and I stopped over in this country called Africa, right? Africa is a continent, not a country. Baby, get it right. Well, it is full of African Americans. It's full of African. It's full of people of African descent. No, that's descent. a racist thing to call them African Americans. is a no, right. Called African American girlfriend. Fools. All right, so how did you find your son? I swapped him. You swapped him? Oh. Swapped the, Swap the baby for what? For an iPod. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not just any iPod One, that was like limited edition. Red, are you two iPod? heard of it? <laughs> All right, but, but wait a second. You are the baby's father now, and you chose to dress that baby up in a T-shirt that says what? Baby. That's not the baby's name, is it? No. I gave him, like, a traditional African name. So what's the baby's name?
0: O.J. <laughs> can, can... Oh not the kind of thing you could do nowadays automatic cancellation right there um i i see somebody out there in the audience was asking about um the um the clip of Donald Trump with those guys on stage i i'll, I'll let me pass it out let me pass it out right here and uh here I I couldn't believe it. I I, I totally forgot about this insane, insane sketch right there. But can you imagine uh, somebody doing that nowadays? Uh, It would absolutely go over like a lead balloon. All right. This is another one that might make you cry. This is a woman whose father was murdered uh, by the hospital. Um, And uh, we're going to we're going to do this one. And then I have one more funny one. And then that's it
3: was murdered with remdesivir has anybody heard about how the hospital called me and blamed me and my mom because we weren't vaccinated and that was the reason he died anybody heard about how they put my dad on palliative care and they never fed him and they starved him to death and they only gave him one can of insure in nine days anybody hear about that anybody hear about how they put
0: These people have to pay. These people have to pay. Uh, It's not enough. It's not enough for them to just say sorry. It's not enough for them to just glaze over it. Uh, They murdered people. And this poor woman, her family, her poor father, you know, I have talked to so many people who have been through the exact same situation as her. And it tears me up every single time. You know, thank God there are attorneys out there who are working on class action lawsuits. My friend, Michael Hamilton, attorney Michael Hamilton, Remdesivir class action lawsuit. If something like this happened to you, then please look him up. Check out. Check out the shows that I did with him in the past. Um, Final thank yous. Uh, Need to say thank you to Just Duckies. Uh, These people are missing the opportunity to identify as something cool. Uncensored Abe, good to see you, brother. And uh, sorry I I messed up on the communication today. Uh, Filter Dog One, identify as a child of God. Uh, Preach It, Zach Maga, that's from True Grit. Rise the Tire says, we love you so much, Zach. You're a gem. I I love you too, brother. Uh, Just Duckies says, this is why I love you, Zach. You care so much and try so hard to spread it to everyone regardless of their stance. Thank you very much. It really means a lot. Uh, Luann V says, boxes of tissues for everyone. Karen Allen dropped a cookie and then Asquatch dropped a can. Uh, r- I really appreciate you guys. I uh, can't tell you how much you mean to me. Uh, Privileged White says, am I supposed to believe if Ron DeSantis was POTUS in 2020, he would have said no vax? No, the vaccine was a normal government response to a pandemic no matter who is POTUS. Trump didn't cook up the vax and didn't force anyone. You're absolutely right. If the vaccine had not come out, they would have never allowed the country to open up, and there would have been millions of people out there still demanding a vaccine. People needed to realize that the whole thing is a lie, okay? And it's very unfortunate that some people took the vaccine, it's very unfortunate that some people were forced into taking that vaccine, but they never would have done it without that vaccine coming out. And what was the alternative waiting five, 10 years for something that was safe? No, we needed to expose the medical industrial complex. And that's exactly what we did. I love each and every one of you. I'm going to pass out the gold pills. You guys, I'm late for a meeting, so I've got to go. Uh, but thank you very much for being here. Good luck. God bless. I'll see you at four. I'm taking it back.